0: Listening to Your Bright Future, a Lava Ridge counseling podcast connecting home and school, where we share tips and tools to build a bright future for our students. Hey, welcome to the podcast, everybody. This is uh, Your Bright Future with Mrs. J. And Mr. LD. Hello.
1: How's everyone doing?
0: We are so excited to be back with you again. This is our second podcast of the brand new year. Um, And we have a special treat today because we are going to have our (laughs) own in-house expert, Mr. LD, talk to us about um, something that's very interesting to me, and I'm hoping it's interesting to all of you, but um, meditation. Meditation is a great way to... um, Practice mindfulness and mm-hmm. to kind of reduce stress. And you, I know, are very good at it. And you do it, or at least you try to be. Yep, yep, you, yep, you yep. Say I have your, goals to be. You have goals to be. He does very well. And he he's very, has quite a um, a deep knowledge about it. Like you've done a lot of study and you know what it's all about. So we're going to let him share his expertise with us today. But meditation basically is the practice where an individual uses a technique such as mindfulness or focusing your mind on a particular object, thought, or activity to train attention and awareness, right? And Mm -hmm. achieve a mentally clear, emotionally calm, stable state. Mm Which, if you can master that, is yeah. really kind of the key to mastering emotions and mastering your you know, control of your environment a little bit uh, because you're not reacting For sure. to everything that's going on around you, right? So we're just going to jump in. I'm going to let you kind of yeah. take control and... Tell us what's up, and uh, if I have anything <laughs> to add, I certainly will do that. Yeah, yeah.
1: Please interject with any comments or questions or anything. And and yeah, I, I don't. I obviously it's hard to say you're professional at anything. I'm definitely not professional, but I I, I have meditated, you know, on and off for. Fifteen years, I'd say, it's kind of something I've worked out. Mm-hmm. And in fact, right now, I, I just hit my biggest milestone ever. I, I think I just hit 270 days in a row without nice. missing a single day, where I kind of just practice at least once a day, usually in the morning, and, and I try to do it again at night for you know ten minutes in the morning and, and ten minutes again at night. That's awesome. And I, I, this is a passion of mine because I've noticed it has made such a difference in my own. You know, experience in life as a a parent, as a counselor, and just with my own issues, my own stuff, right? And and kind of like that definition you just read, just brings some clarity. I I notice with those negative emotions that we all kind of struggle with, whether it's sadness or anger or frustration, I I feel myself where I'm I'm less reactive to those negative things as I as I've kind of practiced. Which who doesn't want that in their life. Right. It, right. And there's
0: so many different ways to meditate. There? For sure. Like there's for a, sure. A, a whole bunch of different
1: ways to bring that practice into definitely, your life. Definitely. Definitely. And I, and, and I love that word practice, right? So often it's intimidating being like, oh my gosh, I, I don't know how to do this. It's, it's so intimidating, but I, it's meditation practice, not perfect. Right? right. That's kind of a cliche that I, I like it with this, especially. No, it, it's always going to be a practice, a work in development. Um, you know, I've been practicing for years and, and almost made a year straight, um, and I don't feel perfect at it. You know, but it's I've noticed benefits big time in my sure. life. Um, and and one one thing that I always think is important to note is it can be a spiritual, religious thing for you if that's kind of your worldview but it totally doesn't have to be, which is so cool. That's kind of been a recent development as it's coming to the Western you know, Europe and United States meditation since the 60s and 70s, that you could totally, doesn't have to have any spiritual religious component mm-hmm. to it. It could be a secular practice where you're kind of just looking at your happiness and health, but you if you do have a spiritual background, whether that's you know Christianity or Buddhism or, or really anything worldview, you could totally use that uh, to fuel this as well. so mm-hmm. and, and it's totally validated by science you know there, there's been a lot of studies showing that it it, it really, can work yes. and, and bring benefits to people's lives and and I love that in our district, especially as counselors we, we kind of bring some mindfulness and, and obviously we never dive too deep because we have so many other things we're focusing on as well mm-hmm. but just helping students be mindful and, and, and with their own pain with their own experiencing which we, we all have again we all have those pains and tough things in our lives um, And yeah there's some and, and a big part is just bringing awareness to our breath and and I'll kind of dig a little bit more into that in a minute but some of those benefits I think you know yeah there are quite a bit and those. like
0: you say we see it with our students at school because we we might, may not have you know time to sit and meditate with them but we do try to have them concentrate on Present moment and look at their breathing yeah. and some of those things, but but the benefits are that you can understand your pain and the sources of that pain mm-hmm, a little bit more mm-hmm. clearly. Better, it lowers your stress levels mm-hmm. because you're focusing on the here and now, the p- present moment, um, and stress. We know often comes from thinking of the past or thinking of the future sure, and and sure. getting anxiety over those things. Um, it helps you connect with others and, and with yourself better, mm-hmm. right? And then it will also improve your focus. So yeah. the more you practice that, the more you're able to focus in on those things that are important. So yeah, good For Sure. No,
1: I, I love that. And, and just a note on some of those, like the improved focus, it's amazing. I mean, the most basic way that you could kind of, and I'll kind of share some other examples, but kind of following your breath. And, and it's something you could try, you know, right after listening to this podcast, just try paying attention to your breath, and nothing else for like two minutes. And it's amazing how much our mind jumps around while doing that. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, I've practiced for quite a while now, and my mind still does that. And, and a big part is... is we live in a distracted world. Yeah. You know, often we talk about that in these podcasts with our phones and technology, all these things that are wonderful, great addition, entertainment, useful things in our life can help make us more distracted also. Yes. And, and so it's good to have a practice where we just are still and calm. And and one of the common things that I run into with students, especially students that kind of have tough things going on, whether that's personal things, family things, whatever, is they're afraid to be alone with their thoughts. Mm, and, and and I think that's something that all of us can relate to on some level mm-hmm. because we all have some of that chatter that happens in our brain. Uh, I, I like the analogy of we all kind of have a... Kind of mean roommate that lives rent free in our heads, you know, and, and and like my roommate, for example, I and I read this in some book that I loved, but you could actually name your roommate. My name is Jared. I call mine Jerry, kind of a Parks and Rec reference. Where I like that. But but our roommate could be horrible. Like my my that chatter in my brain, that mean roommate, often will say things to me that I would never say to anyone else, you know, mm. like, tell me I'm the worst dad ever. You know, why do, why am I even a dad? I'm a horrible counselor. I'm ruining kids' lives. Things I don't really believe. But, you know, those secret fears and secret, mm. and, you know, negative things that I see about myself is, mm. is kind of interesting. Yeah.
0: And what and what's the advantage to kind of giving them a name? and
1: Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I, th- I think that you just give it some space and realize that that's not me, yes. you know. Yes. And 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 again, just kind of what we talked about—you connect with yourself a little bit and see. Okay, Jerry, you know, not now, Jerry. And you could kind of use humor. You could you could kind of you know say, you know, that's not true. You could push back about it. I, I kind of use humor with it, uh, it but it, it. I've noticed that voice has been diminished. It's still there, you know. It still flares yeah. up and and is a jerk. Often, but a lot less than it was, you know, a few years ago. And it is which important, is- I
0: think, to separate yourself from those thoughts yeah, and yeah, emotions. Because yeah. like you said, it's not you. It's mm-hmm. it's this thought that you're having. It's not how you really feel. It's not how you really are. But it's, it's something that can distract you or
1: derail you even. No, for sure. I, another thing that I struggle with, again, my Jerry, right? I, I tend to be a little bit of a hypochondriac, which, which means <laughs> you just get worried about sicknesses. And, and honestly, post-COVID, I think our whole world kind of has a dose of that, where we're worried about germs and sicknesses sure. and everything, and, and kind of given some space where we could just pause. And say, I'm okay. You know, maybe I'm not great. Maybe I'm not at my very best right now, but I'm okay Mm -hmm. is is a big thing. Um, One thing that you kind of mentioned, the top two reasons people of any age go to counseling or mental health support are number one, anxiety. And number two, depression. Mm-hmm. Typically, and I'm speaking generally, obviously, there's exce- exceptions, but anxiety comes from worrying about the future, and depression comes from worrying about things in our past or things that are ongoing. And and so one great benefit of meditation is that it helps us be present, which if you're present, and again, again your mind's going to jump around, but if you're present... You're you're not stuck in the future and you're not stuck in the past and and it, and again just for a minute or two it gives you your brain that pause yeah which which is is a great tool for our own mental health, uh, mental health and our bodies honestly because if if we're stressing about something I mean I've been there I'm sure you have and most of our listeners but we our heart rate goes up our breathing goes mm-hmm. up and 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 you know whether you're having a panic attack or just feeling anxious it's good to just get some respite and pause there for a minute. Yeah. Um, Yeah.
0: And I tell my kids a lot of the time when they're in here, you know, talking to me and we're talking about being in the present moment, the majority of the time, far and away, the majority of the time in the present moment, you're okay. Yeah. You're okay. There's, you know, you're safe. You're, you're in a good place. You're with someone who cares about you uh, more often than not. That's true. And so, um, and so it's good, I think, to stop and, and remember that, that just focus on the present. I'm here. I'm okay. I'm doing
1: okay. For sure. For sure. One, one book I read a few years ago, I think I should have written it down, but I think it's entitled why zebras don't have ulcers. And, oh, I, yeah, and, and, and that. I love that idea because, you know, and, and kind of what you're saying, most of the time in the present, we're fine. Um, if you look at animals, right, you know, thinking of a zebra on the plane, are they in danger Sometimes, yes, and maybe they have a, a pride of lions coming mm-hmm. after them. They, Their heart rate goes up, their body goes into motion, their muscles go into motion. But at once they're safe, they calm down and they go back to grazing and being present. You know, Humans, on the other hand, when we do have those alarming situations, which we all do sometimes, whether it's a social interaction or just tough things in our head, we struggle with that, you know. After a tough situation, it, again going back to the pride of lions, mm-hmm. we're imagine getting chased. Humans would then be for like days or weeks after, like, oh my gosh, we're do you s- remember when that pride of lions <laughs> came? That was so horrible, you know. <laughs> and we and we ruminate and kind of stress and replay those negative. Worry things.
0: that it's going to happen again. Totally, minute. totally, yeah, all those things.
1: And, and and again, just be learning to be present. So how do you start? And and you could Google. Um, there's so many great resources out there, great apps. I have an app that I use fairly regularly. Um, I think I have two that I use. One is Insight Meditation Timer. But it, I I don't know why I feel that one's better. But there, any app store, you could just Google Meditation. You'll find one. It, and I'm sure they're all pretty similar. Um, another one I use is... Um, mindfulness bell. And I actually have that go off like every 45 yep. minutes and I'll be in meeting, Tony, you probably noticed, I'll be in meetings at school or teaching and, and I just have kind of a loud, not super loud, but decently loud little meditation bell that goes off to remind me. And, and, and when I, that happens, I kind of take a, just a deep breath and it I'm present. And, and whatever, you know, I'm stressing about or thinking about in my brain, I just ground myself in the present moment right then and it's very very helpful just Mm -hmm. to have that tool And, and so those are two good ones but how do you start you just whatever works for you right I would recommend either the in the morning or at night you know try to carve out five minutes to start you know the beginning of the day or at night whatever sounds better for you. I used to, I'm a much more a night person. So I used to think night would be better, but so often, especially being a parent, I'm just dead yeah. <laughs> at nighttime. Yeah. And, and I'm like, oh, I've had time to meditate. And then it's so easy to just push it off. So now I, I much more lean into, um, doing in the morning and on work days, it's easy. I just do it. I uh, move my alarm five minutes earlier or 10 minutes earlier. And, but for you five minutes earlier and, and carve out that time there when it, I don't have work days, usually when, my boys are watching a show or something I kind of just go sit in the other room and, and do it then um, but what any time that works for you and you just start again the breath I think is the most important way to start because it's something that you always have mm-hmm. you know and, mm-hmm. and again you just pay attention to it breathing through your nose is an important thing as part of it if you're able to and and you kind of slow it down and because so often we get used to just breathing fast and quick, um, one one exercise that many of our elementary counselors use, and, and in fact I'm going to work this into an upcoming lesson with my students just to kind of review it is a hot cocoa, and yeah. and and I, I I really like this one. Um, and and the idea with this, and you could try it. It kind of feel, kind of feels silly, you know, as an adult, but I think it's great. Um, you just imagine you have a big, delicious, warm you know, mug of, co- uh, not coffee, coffee can work if you're a coffee drinker too, but a hot cocoa, and you can imagine marshmallows in it. And just imagine smelling the hot cocoa in front of you. So you just kind of take a deep breath through your nose. And you imagine breathing that in, kind of slow and drawn out. And then to breathe out, you breathe out again through your nose. And, and this time you imagine doing a nice, slow, calm breath where you don't, This you're not even disturbing the surface of your cocoa, you're breathing on it, but it's so calm and slow that you don't disturb them, a single marshmallow. So you just breathe out and you just do that, you know, nice and slow for a few in and out breaths. Usually, uh, you know, just again, start small, start with two, three minutes and you can notice. So, and, and there's, there's physiological responses as we do this, mm-hmm. that your body calms down, your mind slows, and, you, and, and, and it's so cool because so many things, you know, like exercise, for example, um, you know, if I, if I really wanted to get a, you know, six pack, I'd have a long way to go, first <laughs> of all. But it would, it would take weeks of practice, if not months, before I, I had that six pack. This, you could notice a benefit, you know, within a day or two or three, hmm. you know, just practicing. You could feel that clarity. Um, so I love that. Have you have tell us a little bit about your experience if you've had any Tanya I know So yeah
0: I use breathing all the time. I teach kids a lot of different breathing exercises so we have um like a square breathing oh, where yeah, you yeah, trace yeah. a square either in the air or on your leg or on your desk and as you're um as you're drawing your finger up the side of the square you're breathing in and mm-hmm. then you hold it across the top and then breathe out on the way down and mm-hmm. hold it on the the bottom right so it's just a little visual and then we have there's also star breathing There's circle eight breathing. Mm -hmm. Um, So just there's a lot of little techniques. And and I think it's like you said, you find the things that work the best for you. And um, once you start to notice that benefit, then you're more inclined to keep doing it, keep practicing. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So I think that that's one of the things it's one of the simpler things that kids can do in class if Mm -hmm. they're stressed, because it's like you say, your breath is always with you. And it's always something that if you pay attention to it, you can control
1: very simply and easily. For sure, and and anything that gets you present. So, all of our senses are great to ground us as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's another one: five, four, three, two, one. I, li- right. I like yeah. that one. Where I, again, I'm going off my memory, but I'll coach kid And again, they could do it in math class. They could do it at home. Just take a minute or two. But you look around the room. Five things you notice with your eyes. Four things you hear. Three things you. No, no, I'm mixing it up. I it's
0: five that you see, four that you hear three that you touch, okay, okay. two that you smell,
1: yeah. and, and one the, that you taste. And one you taste, and I always tell so taste is kind of weird because you don't always have food taste there with you. But, but often morning. with that last one, I'll kind of end them on a positive note and say one thing today that you're grateful for, yeah. which which I like that kind of gra- ending <laughs> it with gratitude. So, again, just kind of recap the correct way. So five things you see. So you yeah. look around and just note five things, four things you hear. Three things you could touch, and that could be your shoes, your socks, your you know, butt on the seat, whatever it is, two things you smell, and then one thing you could taste or end on a, something today, however little or big, that you're grateful for. And yes. I and I love that because, yeah, again, I t- I your t- senses t- are always present. Will you smell things in the future? Of course. Will you taste things in the past? Of course. But when you are doing those senses, it's always present, and mm-hmm. that, that's just bringing the flashlight of our attention Onto those things is so powerful, again, just because it grounds us in the present. Yeah. Uh, another one that I, I love, and, and this is a little more advanced, but I try to work this into my practice. I, I usually start with, you know, breath meditation, but then I try to end with either a mantra and that could just be a positive thing. Like you are great. You are powerful. You are resilient. You are beautiful. You know, whatever it mm-hmm. is, or or some kind of loving kindness thing. And loving kindness, um, again, often is tied to spirituality, but not always, but how I do that, I try to think of people that I care about and and sending them goodness. So usually I start with my wife and three boys and I say, you know, I picture them in my brain and think, I want you to be happy. I want you to be safe and healthy and have peace, presence, and love. And that's kind of my routine, but you, you can make it your own and do whatever. Then I go to someone, you know, that obviously I don't feel as lovingly towards as my direct family, but I think of you, Tanya, or students here at school that I care about and I send them the same things. And then I do yourself, which mm-hmm. I, I love, you know, because many of us that's a difficult thing to send ourselves love and kindness. And I think, Jared, I want you to be safe. I want you to be happy and healthy. And have peace, presence, and love, and then you kind of work into neutral people—people people you don't really, you know, someone at the grocery store, or whoever—and then the hard one—you go to Jerry. people, yeah, yeah, yeah. You go to people that are difficult for you, maybe people yeah. that are, are struggles for you, and and but it, that again is grounding. It's developing kindness toward yourself and others, and it and it helps you be happy, which yeah. I, which which I love,
0: and it stretches you a little bit. Yeah, for you're sure, to give those feelings and and kind of expand those feelings to everyone yeah yeah
1: and, and and again if you have a religious background you could kind of make that a prayer as well um which it can be a powerful thing to kind of further your own you know spiritual goals which which i love mm-hmm. um <laughs> sorry where am i at resources I, I so many resources i kind of already mentioned that but i i in this overview just a, Worth a Google, right? You know, you could kind of say meditation for beginners. And there's so many great websites, two that I kind of found, um, and maybe we could put this in the show notes. Sure. You know, the, yeah, yeah. the mindful.org and Headspace, those are, both have apps too, but I thought they were kind of great intros to that. Um, so many YouTube videos you can find, website, podcasts, right? I, I listened to a couple different podcasts that. Are are really helpful to me, and then books. I'm am a big reader. Some of you are readers. If you want to really get in depth, I've I have a few that I thought were great for beginners um, that I just kind of want to highlight here. One I really like is by Dan Harris, Ten Percent Happier, and he actually has a podcast too. But he's an ABC News anchor. I, I don't know exact title, but it's he kind of just goes into how in his life, you know, he felt very fulfilled at work and in his life, but he just felt kind of not. Happy, not great, and so he kind of dove into meditation because mm-hmm. he saw the science of it, and and it really changed his life. and And, and his promise is that you could be ten percent happier in wow. your life, which which who doesn't want that, right? Whether you're a A plus happy right now or or D, right? We could all kind of move the needle there. The Miracle of Mindfulness by Thich Nhat Han is a um, Vietnamese meditation teacher who actually just passed away last year. But that's a great intro. Self-Compassion by Chris and Neff is a great one that kind of brings that, you know, compassion toward yourself. But again, grounded in mindfulness. Um, One, uh, it kind of goes into the science. Breathe, this new science of a lost art by James Nestor, talks about the importance of just breathing and being present with that. And and then the last one, my very favorite one, kind of on meditation, a little, not as much introductory, but just great about how it could kind of really change your life. The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. And, and and that sounds very spiritual. And it is spiritual, but not religious, I would say, kind of the d- difference there. But those are some, but so many great books and resources mm-hmm. out there. And please email me. Like, I love yeah. having conversations about this kind of stuff. And if, if you have students that you think could benefit from that, like like Tanya said, she has a lot of great, you know, little practices she could share and and I love doing that with students as well. And and again, as always, our goal with any of these podcasts is to improve the lives of our students and you parents at home. Mm-hmm. Which if you're ten percent happier, that's better for your whole family, right? So yeah. so trying these things. I like I said, I, I can attest to it myself. I've noticed I would say I'm at least ten percent happier in my life <laughs> since I've been kind of practicing this stuff and, and and, and try it. And, and the proof's in the pudding, right? If you try yeah. it in, for a week or two and you don't notice anything, that's okay. But if you try it for a week and two, what do you have to lose? You know, five, ten minutes a day, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a great practice to begin. And and it's worth a try for sure. And we're certainly lucky to have you here. So reach out to Jared, like you like he said, um, or check out some of the show notes and uh, or just a Google search, like mm-hmm, you said. Mm-hmm. But thank you for sharing that with us because I, I know I've picked your brain about it before. Um, and just like how to get started, I want my, wanted my kids to do mm-hmm. it, my own children to do it. And so I think um, anytime we can find something that works for us and is a simple, quick uh, you know, it doesn't cost yeah, hundreds for sure of, thousands totally of free. dollars. It's free. It's an easy <laughs> thing to do. I think that's always awesome. So thank you. and thank you, everyone, for listening. Um again, we're gonna ask you, please to share and spread the word if you are finding these podcasts useful, which we hope you are. Um, just spread the word to other parents of middle schoolers, intermediate school students, um, because we would love to get the word out to everyone. We want we want this to be a strong connection, and the only way that works is if we're connecting with people, sure. which we're glad that you're listening. So, Thank you very much and uh, join us in a couple weeks. We'll be back.
1: Thank you. Thank you.